Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! MarketingMoneyPodcast.com listeners, you know, we have uh, partners in our show, and one of those is Rain Local. You can find them at RainLocal.com on the intranets, and they do a lot of good work for you in your marketing mix, such as digital placement, geofencing, organic and native geo placement, as well as some location finding, heat mapping, some social media, paid placement boosting, and all that good stuff. So uh, they can describe it better than I can, but they've been uh, good to work with. I can tell you from personal experience, I'm not going to endorse something that I think does not work or we do, we do not think works. Check out Rain at uh, rainlocal.com and see what they can do for your digital needs with your banking. Check them out. And now back to the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Yeah. It's the first podcast of 2020. It is. I'm Barbara Waters, and this is 2020. Yeah? Yeah. How many memes did you see on the socials with that? I saw like a thousand I of didn't. Them. Everybody was posting the intro I did to see 2020. Hindsight, hindsight is 2019. Hindsight is 2019? I thought that one was pretty good. That's pretty clever. Pretty, pretty. You know you're not supposed to eat chicken on New Year's Day. Why? Because they scrape backwards, and when their talons go backwards, that means you're looking back into the year. So you're supposed to have the black-eyed peas and the cornbread and the forward food. The ham? What is ham? Because they root forward. Right. So, look, I didn't make this up. I was just reading about the New Year's superstitiousness. I ate. I ate. What I ate? New Year's. What I ate? What I ate? I ate, um... I did. I ate chicken. No, no, I didn't. I ate. I ate paneer. I ate, I ate cheese. Indian. I ate tikka masala and sog paneer. Oh, good. Let me uh, pull out my translator. Yeah. And figure out what you ate. It's um some sp- some spice. As you like the spice. I like the spice. Oh, good, good. Seems to me that the old uh, Markets Insider, businessinsider.com website. I want to know the background of Business Insider. I do too, because they always seem to have some scoopy, BuzzFeedish type stories. But they're never really like listed on anything. No, it, maybe they're the only ones with the guts to write this stuff. Because <laughs> they're afraid they'll lose their advertisers or something. I don't know. They're the scrappy. Maybe maybe, maybe, it's Aaron fake Sor- maybe it's fake news. Maybe Aaron know. Sorkin will make a, maybe the only a real show news. about them. The scrappy news coverage that'll the business that insider to tell the the truth. The business insider reported this on their markets insider sub sub brand inception. So we're going deep inside for this story here. Now, if it's wrong, we're just reporting the reporting of the reporting. We're just, no, we're commentating. We're, we're commentating. not reporting anything. Well, semantics, whatever. We're, we're, we're commentating. Com- we are parodying. Yeah, we, we might as well. Well, we're not parodying it. Yeah. Oh, I'm this, but it's that. Barbara Wawa. <laughs> no, no, you're parodying now. That is parodying. This is actually a couple months old, but we just hadn't read it yet. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. That's how it's report. That's how good this reporting is on this. Uh, it broke. But I think we I think it's worth discussing here. They're saying in their report that 
Goldman Sachs reportedly spent $300 million developing the Apple card. Then Apple boasted that it was created by Apple, not a bank. Well, I think that's just reporting that's their what, what we knew. Like, yeah. I mean, we knew that, but we didn't know the numbers because I was railing on this. Like, Apple comes out and says, created by Apple, not a bank, powered by Goldman Sachs or whatever. But I don't, they don't say powered by, but it'd be probably cool if they did. I, I don't know. I mean, Goldman Sachs, I mean, I won't make any commentary, but like when they're put front and center in movies like The Big Short, like the brand name is tied to a financial. This is going to sound like one of those turn off everybody says i have a friend that but i do have co-friends that worked at goldman sachs uh, hold, hold, um, on, hold on all right i'm i'm reaching down picking up this name he's dropping i didn't i'm not dropping the name okay i'm just telling you that Protect they work the there i'm just telling you that they work there i just wanted to get that uh, joke in they tend to not worry about the headlines and think more about making money well yeah i mean they're more of an investment bank i'm not saying that they don't have a pr department because they do but it doesn't like it doesn't bother them the way a community bank would trip all over itself it was like there's a news story that we are doing this like that someone got fired yeah, or something like yeah goldman's like yeah we we do m a and we you know yeah it's part do, of the market yeah we do investment banking we close businesses we open businesses we realign businesses we sell but like they're not they're so hyper focused on making money in the markets that the, yeah. the side conversations that would absolutely destroy the it wouldn't destroy reputation because obviously theirs is great but i mean it's it's they don't care they would derail think, the focus i just don't think they care i'm sure they care but they don't let it affect how they operate their business i think the point you're trying to make is a little bit of local news to a lot of community banks it would just drag the focus over oh, they go crazy a lift We'd go out, crazy a lift out of a key person just Oh. Not only is it the the damage of losing a key person in the business, they take it's the like mental like oh, yeah. whatever it takes. Goldman so, just reloads. Yeah, they and, just reload and, and go right back. And it's out. an issue of scale and whatever. But I do think it puts into focus. Like, can I can I just start out the new year with pointing out that there are a bunch of pundits around in bank marketing that have a voice that don't do it, that don't do any of it. I'm going to get on your riff in a minute, but go ahead and get your riff on because I'm going to let you do I, your riff. I go out and I talk to my clients and I go to these events and I see people. And all I would say, I'm not going to disparage anybody because I don't know if they're any good or not because they're really not worth listening to a lot of times. But if it's, it's the people saying you need to go out and do what Apple did, this is a good litmus test. I'm going to give you two. One, look at their background, see if they ever did a damn thing. First. Well, just see if they worked in a bank. That's, well, it's hard. I didn't work in a bank either, so let, let's let's not. Well, that's why that's why we're trying to find somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I well, have some I bad mean, news did, for you this did year. Did you work in and around it? And and some people did. Anyway, the, I'm not going to keep railing on these guys, but there were a group of people that were. Your bank needs to modernize itself and go do what Apple did. Well, first, let's look at what Apple did. Investment bank spent about $300 million to build the card and reassign thousands of its engineers to finish it on time. That's Goldman. Yeah, that's what they did. $300 million. Now, let's think about this. I, I don't have numbers in front of us. We're a $13 billion bank. I think that would be like a year's, around nine months to a year's worth of revenue for us, maybe. I don't have that. Like, I yeah. could be off. I'm not trying to get into what we do or other banks do, but like it's a $10 million a, dollar bank, that's like a year's worth of dollars for them. Yeah. On top of everything. So, so. so you, so what you need to do is go take all of your revenue for a year. Everything. Everything. And go spend it on a white card. That's pretty cool. No, like, it's cool. It's a cool product. We are not here to run the product. The product's cool. It has no fees and all that. I don't know what in the hell, sorry, got two cuss words in this one. They spent $300 million on. 
I mean, I know they started from scratch and all this stuff, but it's still three hundred million dollars. Well, the, I, I mean, does what core? Do you have to start what core for processor are they using? Oh, it maybe they they made their own, I guess. But still, or is like, it Goldman's core? There's some bones to build on that. I don't understand three hundred million dollars. But let's look at the output. It's really the Apple brand that that people are buying. Oh yeah, a cool car, six percent discount on Apple products when you use it. And here's what's weird: I, I, I get ten percent already. Because I'm a like preferred a preferred business buyer, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, which so six percent. I mean, that covers your less than your tax in most states, unless you live in a sales tax free state. I guess the point is, if the pundit tells you to go do what Apple did because Apple did it, they don't realize what Apple did, which was put their name on a thing. You might as well go make a an iPod. Read the LinkedIn pundit trees and the postings on blogs and all this stuff in the in the bank fintech world it was like you can do what apple does and why didn't banks create this thing and it was so simple and they showed banks and you you could have done this 300 million dollars simple that's what i'm saying and you're not apple yeah because it didn't it wasn't cool until apple put its name on i I would dare say that if goldman sachs put out a cool white card with a pair on it 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 wouldn't have no one would have cared no one would have cared because it's not in your apple wallet it's not in and those are probably the integrations that they had to build out but my point is, make your bank cool by looking at what somebody else did that's completely unique to them. Well, it's a waste of time, and it had a scale that was. In fact, I joked when we were going to talk when we said what we're going to talk about. I said, let's talk about this article a little bit today. I was like, it it's kind of hypocritical of me to even say it because it's a waste of time. Yeah. But but we're commenting on it to warn you not to waste yeah. your time worrying about it. Yeah, is I get that that's the the tactical response is don't be sitting down in twenty twenty thinking. I'm going to make this cool card to rival Apple, and it's going to have this real neat. <laughs> stop right yeah, there. Just stop. But it's going to have this real neat <laughs> analytics, and it's going to tell you your spin, and it's going to have a, a an MX like you know financial planner in it, and all mm-hmm. this. Like, no, you're not going to do it. It took them three hundred million dollars, and I'm like you. I don't know what took three hundred million dollars to build in this thing. I would think if I heard five or ten, I'd have been like, yeah, it sounds about right. Like the, I would still be like, that's expensive. Three hundred yeah. million dollars, and that's saying to build the card. That's not. That Apple spends, if you can go Google their spend, they spend about, I think it's 15 to 20 million a month marketing the thing. Yeah. Well, let's just put that to scale. If you had. That's month. Yeah. So, so let's, let's just shift over here and look at something else. And some banks are talking about doing this, and this may be a decent way to do it, um, to do what we're talking about, which I guess the goal, why would you copy this? It's to go get a millennial, new, younger. Client, I guess, is what, what the, the tact is. Why would you go do this? If you gave me, or, or if I was able to raise $300 million, I would just go start a bank charter. Well, yeah. And you if you gave me 20, 40, 50, 40 million is like the threshold. That's what you could do. But yeah. I'm saying 300 million. Just go start your own bank. Yeah. Go start a bank. And then if you gave me 15 to $20 million a month to, to market, market it, <laughs> no one has that. There is no bank that has that. So why did it catch on? Like, it's so cool. I think it caught on because it was cool at the base. Well, they had everything. They have an unlimited marketing budget. The top three or four, five, fifth popular, most popular brand in the world. Associated, Connected yeah. to one of the strongest, most sophisticated financial institutions in the world. Yeah. So you put the three of those together. It seems like you wouldn't even have to market it. Oh. But you do. And you wonder why it's successful. Look, there's this old man in the town I grew up in. This will show you how much of a redneck <laughs> I am. said, son... You can market a cow patty if you put it in front of enough people. And my point is, you can market crap, literal crap. 
I don't I don't like where this is going. If you put fifteen to twenty million dollars behind it, you could I mean but this is but this isn't that. This is an amazing product at the same yeah, time. And so it is good. And and so I guess I would shift over here to say Well, this is also many, many, many unsecured lines of credit. It's credit cards. This isn't a debit card, it's a credit card. So there's risk involved. Well, we're not even well. talking about the capital yeah. backing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what my point is. We're talking about the the tech development and the marketing, which are just straight expenses. They're they're poof in the wind. It's not capital cost. Yeah, that's my point. Is you've got a whole litany of things you could discuss around it, but yet why should banks even pay attention? I think the only thing they should pay attention to this is the simplicity of the product. Yeah, when you're rebuilding your products, whatever. Like for instance, we've talked about before on the show. If you listen to this. You know, at one point, we had almost 90 checking accounts in our bank through M&A, grandfathering, different initiatives over the years. And we finally ratcheted it down to four. And it's the best thing we've ever done because it's easier to sell, easier to track, less confusion, less compliance. Like, it's great to do that. And so when you're looking at what simplicity seems to, to me, if I had a word to pick for 2020 New Year, like, gotta, like make things simple. Yeah. Make things simple for your customer. Well, that and, and that's I w- the one part about this card is that's what I'm saying. I don't think you should take a lot away from even this discussion. It's just a rant and just talking yeah. about it. But well, no, you, no. Let me give you your what's, ta- the, what's the tactical takeaway? Is spend three hundred million dollars <laughs> okay. align with one of the nation's top world's, brands, the world, nation's. the world's top brands, and um, then spend twenty million dollars a month marketing it. That's what you do. That's how you find success with the backing of the strongest financial institution in the world. Or yeah. One of the one of the yeah yeah. I mean, how can clear eyes, full heart can't lose? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. So the other side of it is, I guess, you know, the other side I would say is focus. You know, if, if it's simplicity, find the thing to focus on. We were brainstorming as, as we do, um, because, you know, a lot of what we do from day to day is is pretty straightforward banking stuff. I mean, you you and I, I mean, it's, I don't know, I think I think some people like, look, you know, maybe because of what we talked about here is like, oh, you guys are doing the cutting edge. No, I mean, we're. We're talking about checking accounts. It's loans and deposits, yeah, bruh. I mean, my, that's it. Like 70 to 80% of our day, and I could focus it even more on specific lines of business. Well, you know, the, it's branding, the, the profitable stuff. But yeah. I mean, I'm saying we're talking about bank. But we did have a little sidebar, and, you know, I said, look, if a bank really wanted to, you know, attract m- millennial, post millennials, I mean, look at brands like Supreme. These other brands have exclusive drops. And just make some like limited edition debit cards, like but actually cool ones, not ones with daisies um, down the street um, in the town square with a cloud around. Well, it's them about it's those about partnerships. We talk about partnerships. Yeah, find an artist. Find you know do especially a, if you're local. Do a straight titanium one, and 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 you know this month, and then do like a an, a, a street artist. Well, if you're out on, there listening, card it once, and these other companies that make this stuff, figure out a way to create a loss loser for your banking partners and go do it. I mean, well, talk well, about it, just an easy way to Well, on the printer side, and look, I'm going to say something that we don't normally directly disparage. You said a name, but whatever. Let's get something. I'm that, just using that as an example. Let, let's get a printer that prints an instant issue debit card that, that doesn't look bad. And I'll go ahead and tell you how. Instead of printing on the card itself, put it in a little pop-out thing so you can print out past the edge. It's called a full bleed. Pop the card Instead out. Instead of when you're edge, done. edge to edge printing. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no such thing. It looks like that's why all of our cards look like. It looks like Fisher Price is my first printer, baby's first card. <laughs> yeah, um, and and clients, we we sit here and kind of it's kind of one of the things we never talk about is how much c- clients complain about those things. It's it's just kind of like we're like, oh, let's, let's not talk oh, about yeah, that because there's not another option because we had to do card. all this and we had to put cameras on them and. 
anyway, let's get our let's challenge our vendors to do some stuff like that. Like give us good quality stuff. Well, I think also if if we could ever move away from the over compliance control of it, and I, I'm not innocent to it. They have to be controlled because you're talking about debit cards and hot debit cards at that. But activation at events, you know, you set up outside of an NFL football game, you've got the affinity card for whatever team is playing that week in your market. Credit cards do it where they give you the package and then you get it in the mail 10 days later. Like you walk, it reminds me of the TV show Atlanta where they're selling the, the credit card for the airline. But, you know, Southwest will sell you a card. You're walking to the airport. They'll have a kiosk. And someone will ask you if you want to get a card in 50,000 miles or yeah. AA will say, yeah, here you go. American Airlines here at 50,000 miles or whatever and get a new credit card. How could banks get around the compliance security hold limitation of being able to actually set up and activate and hand the person a card? Point of purchase. Yeah. Here you go. Hey, you walk by. Hey, Josh, I've got a card. It gives you rewards. Start your bank account with me. Here you go. And here's a gift, too, at the same time or whatever it is. And activate. We haven't gotten there yet. I spent three million dollars because I don't. I mean, you I don't see you don't see banks doing that yet. Well, you have to have a camera in the branch at the instant issue stand. You have to have a at least a camera. Why not just have a webcam sitting right there? I, I know, but I'm just saying, like it's and there's a control issue because you got them on lock. Someone could grab the plastics and I, they got chips in them. I, I get there are a lot of real and perceived hoops to jump through. Yeah, but the bank that figures that out and there's there's probably look. There's probably 10 banks out there doing this right now that they're going to go, oh, we already do this. Good. Awesome. Every Let's bank should know. be doing it. Let's know. We'll, Why, we'll talk about you. All these community banks, that, that, and we're one of them, that sets up at the fair and the local this and the blood drive and the watermelon crawl and whatever else they do. Why don't you have a kiosk set up just like a credit card company would, and you're actually issuing the card right there. Run it off a generator. Issue the card Watch. right there. Fossil fuel. Fossil fuels. Right off. A wind turbine. Make it eco-friendly banking. Eco-friendly. Yeah, not eco. eco, 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 <laughs> eco, eco, eco. But point is, I, to go back to this whole deal is there are doable things that we don't do yet yeah. due to limitations that some I think are a lot more perceived or people just don't put the uh, well, we just have the weird, workaround into it. Well, we have weird currents. I mean, we're we're an industry that follows the current. ITM. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like they got a this. They they did a. A pod-based branch redesign, like with a iPad and a universal banker. I'm not making fun of those things, but I'm just saying, neither. Like we all follow. Everyone does it. We follow. Once someone does it, we all follow the same thing. And even I guess what I would say is the thing that really frustrates me about this Apple Goldman Sachs thing. They put out a cool product. It is not. It was not worth three hundred million dollars worth of revolution. Like it's a cool card. The product just is a no fee product. Like it is not. It it's a tiny twist on something that already existed. It's it is certainly not innovative. Three hundred million dollars. Yeah, worth of I'd say I would agree with the three hundred million dollars. I mean, it's they took a product and made it. But Apple tends to do that. They tend to take what is already out there and build it better, smoother, more well designed. Uh, that's kind of their thing. But I don't know. It was interesting. At three hundred million. It also said that uh, part of it said that at the end of the at the end of it, Apple locked the doors on their Tribeca lab and wouldn't let the Marcus executives in from Goldman. This is all in the article and kind of finished the the last day of it. And there were some arguments over the way it would fee and the way it would track. And I think Goldman wanted to make it have some more traditional bank credit card uh, type fees, and Apple wanted it to be more 
I guess, consumer friendly, and if that's the proper word for it. Uh, but again, that that reduces some of your protections and some of your your risk, and it increases some of your risk when you take away some of those fees. I mean, if you don't charge someone a late fee or change their rate after they're, you haven't given them any reason. Yeah. To keep paying on time because they're like, well, I'm not going to get a late fee. I want to just wait till next month. So yeah. there, there's there's reasons why you have those triggers in your uh, in your accounts. I think the takeaway is: can we be more simple? Can we be more nimble? And when can we figure out how to get? That's the one thing Apple did figure out. Talk about revolutionary. I don't know that the product as a product is, but the quickness of which they can get it into your phone and into your hand is where they probably win on a product delivery scale. Sort of. I mean, but I haven't ordered one yet. I keep meaning to. Did you do one? It takes like three minutes, if that. And the card's in your wallet then, right? It it automatically pops in in your your wallet. In your wallet app. Yeah, and then they mail you the card. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. But it's like, you know, I think that's where banks need major improvement is being able to open the account quick, fast, and get it to the consumer. Well, that's the thing is the virtualized card. You know, like, I mean... But that's what I argue why even about. Why the instant issue at that point? And kiosk sounds kind of hokey, but my point is like, why have we not figured out as an industry and as a bank quick? I mean, like, literally, like I walk. Oh, you should be a you should be a client. Well, I have to go get my license and figure out a deposit and well, do my let's route face number. It, and there's nothing in banking that's quick. That's. I mean, it's triplicate and bureaucratic. This, that, and the other, and multiple sign-offs. So I mean, I, maybe that's the big innovation: Sim- quick and simple. Quick and simple. That's the that's fine, the and and it's not like banks haven't been trying to find this. I mean, we've got people on the other they're listening to this saying like, I'm just trying to get DocuSign. Look, here's the thing for 2020. Everybody does you know resolutions and how to keep them and revolutions and all that. Look, here's the thing that that I I guess I would challenge the industry looking out at 2020 is to to take some actual action. I mean, this is 2020 2020 vision. We talked about memes earlier. One of the best and most accurate things is, so there's, and I have no idea if this is true. This could be total fake news. But supposedly this is the year that a bunch of optometrists are retiring because, you know, 2020. I got it to 2020. What? (laughs) Yeah. Don't believe it one bit. Well, whatever. But it's the 2020 vision, all this stuff. So the word vision obfuscates action a lot of time i guess what i would say is i I would love to see banks our listeners our friends our peers even us see a lot of sharing of information and 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 a lot of um thought leadership let's do some action leadership my one word you said vision i guess would be no no action action not vision vision obfuscates Action. action mine would be simple is the word i used but in that, I'm going to use a direct tactic, the unhandshake. 2020 is the year when we're going to tell banks to start removing the handshake from all your advertisements. Hey. The unhandshake. I've got to delete a bunch of ads there. Because everybody, I mean, where's Handshake Bank? I'll tell you this. So Shake Bank. I, I will tell you this. I sat down to do, a, um, to do a business ad or a business email, a header. It just needed an image at the top. Sitting down with it. Put a handshake on it. Well, hold on. I was sitting down with a with a with a uh, a senior designer here and a junior designer, and they were you know we're looking at what type of business do they do. I'm not defending the handshake, but I'm going to kind of defend the handshake. And so there's you got eye stock because I mean we're n- not going to go get a custom photo for for this. And it's, so we had an ag there's an ag template, 
and a business template. So ag was easy. It was the sunset over some fields with a silo in the background. It was beautiful, and it said ag. And so we sat down to do the business one to put just a generic image in. And it was, well, what kind of business they do? Well, they've got healthcare. They've got, like, big manufacturing, like big heavy equipment manufacturing. They've got education. And they've got, like, CPAs. Mm-hmm. And so what do you put, like, and then there's, like, you know, woman with the apron and a flower shop that's turned around the open sign, like ground level retail business. That's every bank. Well, that's his. But that's that, every bank's picture. But that's as much as handshake. And I guess what I would say is I am solve the handshake thing because, I mean, when we got down to it, there was this, like, blurred, like, picture is actually better than most handshakes. So we found, <laughs> we found the greatness of the handshake. It was a great picture. handshake. But, I mean, it was the only thing you could – Everything else was blurry. It wasn't like business suit hand or whatever. But the business side, I would just give some empathy to the audience because it's tough to find, like, especially on the commercial, the business side. I have no empathy for handshakes. Everybody okay. uses it because but we're going to differentiate. We're going to be different, but use the same imagery for the same thing. I can't wait till we start doing some business ads. I'm going to lay down we the We don't do the handshakes gauntlet. in ours unless they're just something that it got by me. Some junior level staffer out there decided they'd throw in to complete the project. No, those are um, light plugs or um, electrical plugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about those. Anyway, uh, for the Marketing Money Podcast, we hope you have a nice 2020. You can't see it right now, but we're shaking hands. No, we're not. Shaking up the world. No. Yeah, we are shaking up the world, shaking up the bank marketing industry one podcast at a time. Later. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.